Hello everyone, how's it going? David Young here, founder of Drone Launch Academy and your host of the Drone to 1K podcast. It is season five, episode seven. And today we have Drone by Dro on our podcast with us. Very excited to bring you this convo that I have with Drone by Dro. If you don't know him, he has a great Instagram following. You can check him out there. We dive a lot into his story, him getting started, him going through some uh, some of the doldrums, I'll call him getting down, how he dealt with that kind of mental battle that happens to probably all business owners when you're starting up something new thinking, is this worth me doing it? Is this going to work? Am I wasting my time? Is it going to fail? Am I going to make money? Talks about all that and how he came through that, has his successful drone business doing marketing videos. One of his videos uh, won an award, and he's done a lot of other really cool, interesting things in the drone space. He's flown in the DC flight restricted area, so he's got experience doing that. He talks a little bit about that on the podcast. So if you're in the DC capital region, you might be interested in that. So really looking forward to this episode with Drone by Dro. As always, before we get started, the opportunity to get some free drone swag. So if you already listen to this podcast a lot, you'll know, number one, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you want. Uh, leave us an honest review, not trying to bribe you for a five-star review. Take a screenshot of your review, email it to me, david at dronelaunchacademy.com, and Jorge, J-O-R-G-E at dronelaunchacademy.com. Uh, and we'll send you a shirt for saying thanks for taking the time to leave a review. Second way is we're going to have a game, two truths and a lie. You answer literally one question about today's podcast to just prove that you listened to it, and you'll be entered to win some free swag or a coaching call or uh, a free course with us uh, or one of our Drill Launch Academy courses. So there should be a link in the YouTube description or in the email where we announce the podcast. Uh, you have one week to enter, and we will announce the winners in next week's podcast episode uh, email announcement. So that's most of what I have for announcements today. Without any further ado, here's Drone by Dro. All right, welcome everyone. I'm here with Pedro Silva uh, with Drone by Dro. Pedro, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, David, for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, you have a very nice setup here. I can tell that you've done some like studio or podcasting stuff before. When you first start talking, it's like, oh, this guy's got a nice mic. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks for coming on the podcast. I mean, I think you and I were chatting a little bit on Instagram and uh, we we're talking about the podcast. And I was like, well, I got to get you on. So, um, so here we are. So thanks for coming on. Looking forward to diving into your story a little bit and having you share with uh, everybody listening in. So why don't we start off? I like to always start with asking people, what got you interested in drones? How did you get started in drones to begin with? Kind of take us to the very beginning. Sure. Yeah. And this is, um, this is my first time really being on a drone podcast. So, uh, telling oh, yeah? the story should be, should be, uh, it, it has a different, different, uh, oomph on it this time around, but, uh, All right. well, you know, welcome. Glad we <laughs> could be your first drone podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me once again. Um, so yeah, uh, story I've told a million times. I never, never get tired of telling it. Um, I was at Walmart in 2017 okay. and, uh, my cousin and I were taking a look at the electronic section and we see one of those toy drones, those $50 real mm -hmm. thin drones. Well, we just decided why not? Let's try it out. See what happens. And, uh, we were supposed to share it. Oh, you keep it a week. I'll keep it a week. <laughs> and I ended up being the one that was like, you know what? Let me just buy this off you. I mean, I've really enjoyed it because I'm a big, I'm one of the, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty young. I would say, uh, I'm, I'm 25 years old and basically up until, you know, 
up until 21, I was gaming crazy. So I always had a really nice, um, I guess you could say hand-eye coordination and a nice feel for the controller. So I kind of started using that comfortability from video gaming to flying the drone. And then I just got interested after that. What can I do? Um, better camera, maybe something that's going to be stabilized. I kind of worked my way up from the toy drone to the uniques to the, okay, let me try maybe a DJI Mavic Air 1. And I just started messing around with them, seeing what was nice, seeing uh, uh, how how long I can go without crashing. Definitely had some crashes there. <laughs> yeah. uh, every every drone pilot is going to have crashes. Of course. So definitely, of course. Um, that, was, that was at least three or four drones completely wasted uh well not wasted because valuable lessons learned but, yeah um, but wasted for future purposes yeah 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 you, you know what i mean and yeah, um sure. so the dji mavic air one was the first drone that i had that was stabilized that had i believe it was 4k if it wasn't 4k it was 2.7 yep. i just really enjoyed it i had a background in videography before that where I was starting to get into podcasting and filming the podcast. I do a sports podcast with my friend Brooks. And um, so we were getting into that. And then we'll we'll plug your podcast real quick. Tell us about, tell us about your podcast. Oh, sure. Sure. Uh, HMO podcast. It's a hear me out podcast. We talk sports and, uh, and pop culture things, big news that are going on and stuff like that. It's a very fun, uh, we, we hang out and just talk sports most of the time, but, uh, all right, sweet. Yeah. That's uh, check it out. HMO podcast. Go for it. Yeah, thanks, for, right. thanks for letting me uh, shout that out. Um, yeah, so I used that background in videography and this newfound interest in drones to try and start seeing what can I do as far as content creation. We were already mm-hmm. getting into doing ground videos and some cinematic type of things. So we wanted to see how we can incorporate drones, uh, myself and my partner, but mostly me. Again, I, I was the one that was really into uh, flying the drone and my little group of friends and yeah, that was really how it started. And um, from there, I would just go out every day, every other day, whenever the weather was nice and just keep practicing, keep flying, keep flying. Um, got to the Mavic Air 1, eventually went to the Mavic Air 2 during, I think this was during the pandemic. Okay. Uh, a lot more time opened up at this. That's an important detail I left out. This is 2017 to 2019. Now we're in 2020. And, now up to this uh, point, real quick, 2017 to 2019, just messing around with drones. Mm-hmm. No real like kind of jobs or anything like that. Just kind of no. having fun. Yeah, having fun from 2017 okay. to 2019. And then when the pandemic hit, that's when my focus started shifting towards maybe we can actually monetize and get okay. a part 107 and do all that stuff. Gotcha. So what were you doing? You know, do you, I'm assuming you have, you know, you're not making money with the drone. So you have, you know, you're doing something else for, for a living. And were you doing that all the way into the pandemic? Is this, I guess maybe let's fast forward to now. Is it something that you're doing on the side or is it something that you're doing full time? Yeah. So I guess actually we should backtrack a little bit. So when I was flying the drone, I was a full time uh, server at TGI Fridays. Okay. So I was just waiting tables and stuff like that. That's really what I had been doing for some years leading up to working at other restaurants. And okay. I was just getting really frustrated of working uh, the restaurant industry. I was really looking to maybe do something where I could have my own business or monetize something. At first, I thought it would be the podcast and a YouTube channel and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's when I started kind of getting that interest in the drones 
Gotcha. And I would do it part time. Once I, I went out, I got the um, and slow me down. I know I can go a little fast. No, you're Hopefully, good. It's good. It's good. I'm not going if to. I, definitely no, no, it's good. I'll pull you back in if I if I need some more details as we go. Yeah, cool, cool. Now, so I was serving tables and um, then I started flying the drone. And at some point, I just I think it was a combination of a bunch of things. The interest was growing a lot. The industry itself was getting bigger. And I think the frustration was starting to boil over at the job that I was at. So that's mm-hmm. when it all just kind of came together. I was like, you know what? I will do whatever I got to do. I'll go get this license. And uh, I started studying hard for it. I think it took about a month or two. And I went in, got it on my first try. And then once I got Congrats. that, th- thank you, thank you. And once I got that part 107, that's when I started just kind of researching everything i started i I went down a rabbit hole that i never got out of (laughs) so so what year was that when did you get your part 107 this was 2020 no 2019 actually right before the pandemic i got it november of 2019 okay and then pandemic hit you're still working at restaurants and stuff or when do you when you go down a rabbit hole, what does that mean? Are you just like researching stuff, watching videos? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, everything. Uh, YouTube videos, newsletters in my email, uh, just anything that I could do to learn anything about drones, really. And I, I felt like I started focusing a lot on the actual flying part that I was had to go back and start looking at basic photography aspects because I came from a video mm-hmm. background. So the photography was still kind of lacking a little bit. So I started okay. practicing YouTube videos. Um, but I was working right up until the pandemic. Um, and from there up until July, July is when I took my first official job. So I got my license in November, didn't okay. take my first job until almost a year later, you know, a couple, probably six, seven months later up until July. And that's when I, I first got paid for a drone job. I went and I did a real estate listing. It was just a couple photos, five photos and a 10 second clip, but it was, it was awesome. I, I didn't get paid a whole lot, but it was awesome. It was just, yeah, I couldn't believe I'd finally got to that point. Cause I had put it out for me. I put all these goals. I want to do this. I want to learn how to fly. I want to get my license. I want to take a client. So I felt like I was heading in the direction of what right. I was trying to do. Right. You're making progress. It like feels good to be like, wow, I dreamed this up and now it's like stuff's happening. You're going to move forward, you know? Yeah, it was so awesome. walk us through a little bit, you know, you're, you're flying your drone, you're practicing, right? You said you're brushing up on some of the photography stuff. Uh, and then you got your first client in July. Mm-hmm. Um, did that just fall in your lap or what did you do to get that client? I mean, people don't just ra- typically don't just randomly find you. You got to do something. Right. So, so walk us through, walk us through how that worked. David, you're doing a wonderful job bringing it back. Cause I, I, I get so <laughs> ahead of myself. It's good. No, to bring no. it back a little bit. Well, sometimes too, you, you, uh, you know, in your head, when you're retelling a story, you, you know, you're hitting the parts that are really important to you and you kind of forget, you can gloss yeah. over something that somebody else is really interested in. Cause people are always like, Ooh, how does that, you know, how does that work? Especially with the whole, because they can relate, right? Some people that are listening might already have a drone business and have drone clients. Sure. Um, but there's some people who they're like, I'm totally new to this. I don't even know how to approach somebody about this. So hearing how other people either screwed it up or, uh, or did it well, you know what I mean? Or, right. you know, you looking back, you might have more insights. I'm like, oh man, if I was going to do this over again, here's what I'd do differently or whatever. So, no, definitely. Um, so it's always definitely. good to always get to dive in. So, so yeah. So what was your, your, how, how that first job coming to you? So this was from, like I said, I got the license in November. That's when I started kind of 
planting some seeds. I would, I bought business cards. I put, mm-hmm. at first it was DMV drone flights. That was my first Instagram handle. What I thought was like, maybe this might be it. But then I thought yeah, DMV, 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 which is district, Maryland, Virginia, DMV oh, okay. area. Yeah. Are you uh, up in that? Are you up in that region? What part of, what part of yeah, uh, you see, there's another big detail I left out. I am from Maryland. Oh, I, did, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. No, I, I should probably say that. I don't want you <laughs> to do everything, David. But uh, um, yeah, I live in I live in Rockville, Maryland. I'm from. Oh, OK. Yeah, I'm right from around the Washington, D.C. metro area, uh, although heavily regulated. I like it out here. It's nice. <laughs> I used to live in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. So just on oh, the nice. other side of uh, other side of D.C. for me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, it's a little bit. I mean, I guess Rockville is a little bit further out. You're not in DC, in DC, but uh, it's probably a little bit harder to fly drones. Yeah, in the, sorry. In the flight right. restriction zone, I'm still right still in, in the edge of it. Right in the edge of it. If I walk ten minutes down the street, I'm out of it. Oh, okay, man. Yeah. So does that? Well, we can talk more details about that too. But sure. Um, all right. So you're in. You go with DM. You were going to do DMV drones. You nix right. it, uh, and then. What what did you go with, or what what happened from there? So DMV drone flights, and I decided, you know, I don't want to do DMV drone flights because what if I want to go move to another state? What if I want to eventually yep, yep. spend some time in Brazil, which is where my family is from? Mm-hmm. I want to think about something that would have more. Um, I just don't want to be stuck to one area yeah. as well. You lock as, yourself into a region, you know? Right. Right. And then also I, I want something that's more representative of myself. So drone by drone, I felt just had a nice ring to it. And I've, I don't know, I just kind of bought into the idea of drone by drone yeah. at first as a, as I not really as an entity just yet, but more as like an Instagram handle, create somewhat of a social like media a, presence like a brand for yourself. Yeah. Right, exactly. And then I, I'm a lot of my focus while not having clients was starting to build social media presence first. Mm-hmm. And I would start posting photos, whatever I got going on. I didn't care how it looked. A lot of them I would even post unedited straight to the app. I just wanted to see Good. what people were gonna say. Good. Uh, I personally knew some of them weren't that great, but I was hoping that somebody would pull me aside and, and eventually I would get that feedback, like, hey maybe this aspect looks better or maybe that looks better. What do you use to edit? You don't edit. You should try Adobe Lightroom. You should try the Adobe suite, whatever Adobe. And yeah. now I have the whole entire Adobe shebang. And, um, and that was basically my time period of getting the license to getting my first client was building a social media presence and using my, my podcast network to kind of say, Hey, by the way, I'm trying to launch my own business. Here's a card. And I would just kind of, see what would happen. Some people would never talk to me again, mm-hmm. but then others, which would be, which would be in July when an old coworker of mine said, Hey, I remember you mentioned the drone thing. I'm a real estate agent. Now I'd love for you to get some photos for me and my mother. And nice. that's how that first job came, came about. So it was just you spreading the word. And then finally somebody it needed you at that time and they remembered you. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. It's one thing we talk about in, uh, one of our courses, I don't remember which one it is, but it's like building that spider web, right? It's like you don't know who is going to need you when, but you know that if you keep creating new nodes, like new little points on your spider web, like somebody's going to hear about you or somebody's going to say something to someone else. So the more you can get information about yourself out there, a better chance of something hitting. Sounds like exactly right. what happened with you. So that's yeah, great. And, then, and I tell all the people in, in similar situation, I mean, you can never have a nice 
big blooming flower if you're not planting seeds. So it's always right. important to try and get that early and then just see what happens. I mean, if they don't reach back that you did your part by trying to plant a seed. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. So you had someone just said, Hey, I remember you doing drone stuff, do a listing for me. That was your first job ever. Uh, how'd it go? Like, what were you thinking? Were you like, Oh yeah, I got this. Are you nervous? Or what was it like? Oh man, I, I, I was uh, nervous when I got the call and I was like, okay, this is actually going to happen. Then when I got there, I was like, Oh, you know, this is not very different from what I usually do. I'm just out Good. and about flying. I've done a couple practice real estates before that. So I kind of had Good. an idea of what to do, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it was relatively easy. I, I didn't, I had basically all the, uh, uh, you know, he just trusted my judgment. I don't have any shot list for you. Just go out there and get stuff that will make this listing look nice. And that's when nice. I kind of would just mess around with angles. I was already familiar with, with top downs and, doing orbits and, and having, you know, intercardinal and cardinal shots of the house. Uh, no, I, I would say that one, I was nervous before, but then when I got there, it was pretty easy. Awesome. And then were they doing, you said it was like some photos and, and some, a little bit of video. Right. Nice. Um, how'd you price it? Or was it a friend of yours or is it like somebody that you didn't really know very well? No. So, well, both. <laughs> I mean, I know him <laughs> from work, but, and sure. we were, cool on a certain level but we weren't you know close by any any stretch of the imagination yeah no but i had no idea how to price it zero i went straight to google uh, <laughs> i was i i even thought i'm like man should i should i hit up some drone pilots i follow on instagram and get some i didn't know what to do so i was like you know what let me think what would be the most reasonable for my time and services today I was just I just told him seventy bucks cash and I'll do it and okay. that's what the price we ended up going with for five photos in a in a ten second clip, which is hey. definitely low. If if anybody's wondering, that's uh, uh, if you're if you're experienced, don't charge seventy bucks. But when you're starting <laughs> out, it's all good. Yeah, and I think too, you know, everybody's. It's so funny when you talk to people. Everybody's so terrified of charging the wrong thing, right? Yeah, where it's like you know. Depending on your customer, depending on the job, depending on what part of the country you're in, like it, things can change. So sometimes you just got to feel it out. Like you got to see people's response. You get asked to do a job, you say a number, and if they're like, "Oh, that's it," you go, "Okay, well, it sounds like I got room to go up." Or if they're right. like, "That's crazy," if every if ten people tell you that's crazy, I'm not doing it. You're like, "Okay, maybe that's too high." You know, some of it right. is just you know trial and error. I would say you don't have to. People freak out too much about losing one job. Listen, if one person wants you. There's a lot of other people out there who will too, and you can you no, know, keep absolutely testing, keep testing and, that out. So. And using those people to know who's which prices are too high and whatnot that'll help you for future customers. So you lose yeah. one. How, how is what's the term for it? Um, uh, when you when you you're willing to lose when you're willing to like lose money step. on something, but you'll make it back on something else. What's the term like for a that? loss leader? Or one step back, two something, steps forward, something like that. I don't know. Something like that. But yeah, if yeah. you will definitely be able to benefit more from pricing high and getting a no and then knowing how to price future clients. Yeah, I would say that's a big – people tend to undersell themselves more than they oversell, right? 100%. Like people get scared and say, oh, all right, I'll do it for 50 bucks because I'm – you know, they don't have any confidence in themselves yet. So um, right. You know, better to charge a little higher and and uh, and do that. So, well, that's cool. All right, so you got your first real estate gig. You said it went pretty well. Like you, you felt good about it. Um, you were like jazz that you got a paying job finally. Like, what's mm-hmm. what happened next? Like from there, what what'd you do? 
So from there, uh, the first thing I did actually was post those photos on social media, which is, I don't do that after every job anymore, but back then I wanted to show people, Hey, look, I'm out here. I'm doing these jobs. If you're interested, here's a sneak peek of what that may look like. And mm-hmm. I didn't get another real estate job for a while, actually. But a friend of mine who I had interviewed on our podcast, he was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm an aspiring artist. I would like for you to shoot my music video. So that was my next job. I went and I did some uh, essentially B-roll and, and mostly ground stuff. But I was able to do business as Drone by Drove for the second time. And that's kind of how that would go for the first couple of weeks was people that I knew in the area, people that followed me on social media, they would be like, hey, I'd love for you to do this for me, do that for me. Uh, a yeah. lot of them were music videos. Some of them were real estate. Some of them might, uh, one of them eventually down the line was construction. And um, I realized I wanted to do something outside of being reached by a friend or being reached through right. Instagram. And uh, I don't, again, if I'm going too fast, backtrack me, but I started, I started in, um, I started the business officially uh, in September of 2020. And I, in January of 2021 is when I decided I'm going to put myself on Google business. That right there was like Google my business. Google my business. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. That absolute game changer. It's so it's so easy to like be on that. It's, it makes, it's, it's makes no sense for people not to be on it. Right. It's, it's literally going to be on maps. It's going to be on Google searches. You have to put yourself in a searchable predicament. That's why Google business has been a big game changer for myself. If you look at any of these big local businesses or even big businesses nationally, internationally, they're all on Google business. They got a ton of reviews and the more people interact with Google business, the more it's going to help you be found on a wider scale when people search what you got going on. Yep, for sure. And if you can get a couple of reviews too, that helps you kind of go to the top too for your area. But right. if you, yeah, if people are listening, just business.google.com, set up your profile. I don't know. What does it take? Like 20 minutes or something, if that, um, depending on how much stuff you want to put up there. But All right. That's awesome. So you did Google my business. Um, or Google business. So you were doing kind of things here and there for friends. You said you made the decision you threw on in 2020 or 2021, January, right, 2021, January. Mm-hmm. Google, my business. Did that change things for you or, or how, did, how did, like what happened from there? Right. So this actually reached a point in my life where I was, uh, January, 2021 started the Google business, but mentally i still had some setbacks uh, just in my own personal life, but also Mm -hmm. towards the business where um, I think it's normal and it's something I don't usually talk about. So, you know, if, if I can't word it uh, properly, forgive me, but I guess I was self-conscious of myself, of my business, of uh, am I really doing the right thing here? Like how long is this going to, I just had, doubts here and there. And, uh, it kind of led me down a path of, of, um, January, February. It was just a, a weird space for me mentally. So I wasn't all the way into it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't putting as much into it. So therefore, obviously I can't get as much back out. And once I was able to kind of break out of that, um, which by the way, uh, if anybody's ever going through a mental slump and you got something like that going on, definitely need to convince yourself this is temporary stuff 
because you know, once you get past it, you'll be you'll be better from it. And I'm telling you, let me just insert real quick. I feel like it's totally normal. Every single person I know who started a business in virtually any space, right? Drone service business, my education business. I got a friend who's got a physical products business with doing custom screens for phones or whatever. Every same thing. You just hit a, sometimes you just hit a point where you're just like, is this working? Am I, am, is this what I should be doing? Or people don't want what I'm selling right. or I'm, you know, and it might be one, you run across one person who's having a bad day and they say something negative to you or you get rejected on something. Right. And you let one or two inputs shape your whole frame of mind about your entire situation. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it's other things, but I've done right. the same thing where I've been in, I can't tell you how many times I've almost folded drone launch Academy. Just like, this is stupid. I'm just going to, wow. I'm just going to hang it up this whole thing. And, you know, and I go talk to other people about that and they're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, no, it's fine. You know, like there's just, you need like, a different perspective always helps. But if, yeah, like you said, if you're going through that, it's normal. And, and it's just funny, we we're talking in the last recording I did um, right before this with, with someone else, you know, he was talking about, you know, my, some mindset stuff too, and about how we were talking about how it's hard to like do productive things in your business that help your business if you're starting from a mental place of like kind of feeling defeated, like you're not motivated to go do stuff. You're not going to like kind of have that get up and go mentality. So somehow you got to trick yourself into believing that like you're going to crush it and that this is going to work and you're going to do it. Just kind of like blind optimism, uh, exactly. to convince yourself to have to get up and go regardless of, you know, how things may seem. So sorry you went through that but i'm glad glad you pushed through that was awesome having gone through that sucked in the moment big time uh i had days where i literally didn't want to do anything it would it would be crippling on me to the point where i wouldn't want to do anything but um one thing that's important to know is that you can't just you can't just let yourself be defeated i'm the type of guy where or i i would consider myself a, a a resilient guy persistent guy and uh um I don't like to let myself get defeated uh, by, mm-hmm. you know, by myself, really. I, so I wanted to do whatever I can to pick myself back up, get back out there, start practicing, because I I went from doing it every day to doing it once a month, twice, mm-hmm. once a week. And I wanted to get back into my everyday and fall in love with it again. And that's mm-hmm. really what I did. And I, I wanted to just go all in. And um, after that, that's when I decided, you know what, I'm going to make this thing a sole proprietor. And I went and got insurance and, and did everything to make it uh, as legit as possible instead of just, you know, ah, you know, I got the I got the license. I'll take cash. I wanted to start doing it on a, you know, like I said, like on a, on a more like legit a business. Basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On a more legit business side of things. And uh, that was so it took me really almost half the year to really get back into the swing of things. By June is when I really started going back out again. And the Google business thing started picking up. And um, and that's when things just started coming in. People started calling emails. And I got a lot of stuff within the DC flight restriction zone, too. That was a crazy process, uh, being able to do drone work within there, which I will go more into detail. So you got um, you got the ability to fly within that that flight restriction zone in DC? I just got done doing a job in Bethesda before I talked to you, like 30 minutes before I got oh, before I started. Oh, that's to you. awesome. That's cool. So this was June 2021, right? You're talking about? Right. 
So June yeah. is when I was contacted by Suburban Hospital in Bethesda. They recently did a $300 million or $270 million renovation. <laughs> Close enough. Their campus. Close enough. Same thing. Yeah. Um, and what's, what's 30 million bucks here? I know, right? Pocket change for, for Suburban <laughs> Hospital, apparently. But um, yeah. But yeah, so they had this new campus going on and they were saying, hey, we saw some of the stuff that you put on your website, which is what I was doing before was just putting stuff to the website, putting stuff to social media, what I've done so far. I've done some practice stuff. I've done some, you know, slight jobs here and there that we mentioned leading up to this. All of that was there on display. And they said they found me through my Google business. And from there, I went through the waiver process. i first time doing that. So I learned how to do that. All the people that you have to talk to, you have to talk to FAA, TSA, air traffic, you know, you have to go through a whole lot just to be able to lift off. Uh, That was, man, that that was a stressful experience. But one of those things where it, again, it sucks when you're going through it. It's not fun. But once you see the end result of it. It was awesome. The Suburban Hospital video recently won an award. I had no idea what? it was even in the runnings for an award. They sent That's me an awesome. email like, yeah, you know, one second place for best under two minute video in the country from the whatever digital Dude. healthcare marketing. I thought that was awesome. That's I never awesome. won an award for anything. You'd be like, heck yeah, digital marketing. Yeah. I'm a digital marketing award winner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah award winning uh, uh, drone pilot. Man. That's, that, that that's was, you plastered that over everything now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was that was uh, that was that's definitely awesome. a, a moment. And um, yeah, so ever, ever since that job, and then I put those pictures of suburban hospital. Other places in Bethesda were like, wow, I don't think I've ever seen drone photos in Bethesda. Let's see how this guy did it, so we can. Yeah. And they were contacting me that way. And that's really, it's been ever since then, it's been a lot of people emailing from my website or calling through Google. And uh, it, it varies from, from I've had real estate, I've had construction, I've had, uh, I've even done a marketing. It was, it was drone shots for a Nike video. They also reached out. That was in Baltimore. And Sweet. it's really... Yeah, it's it's been a lot of cool opportunities coming in. And while I'm doing that, I'm trying to maintain a certain schedule with keeping the social media thing going. So I'll work. And before I go out to work, I'll post a photo or a video. Then I'll go do my thing and just keep working, maintaining the business and also making sure while I'm working that I am keep adding to the website, keep adding to social media, keep the people over there let let you all know that I'm I'm still you know posting still, stuff. everything's fresh yeah yeah right and I try to I try to differentiate as much as I can where I don't post a whole lot really don't post any work stuff on Instagram maybe here and there on my story but posts I like to keep it strictly my creative how I'm feeling that day I really feel like I express myself through my photos and videos there so I try to keep that as me as possible and you know what the people there like to see and stuff like that and um yeah, it's just been maintaining both of those, and then every now and then the podcast, like we mentioned before, it's yeah. been it's been a, it's been stressful. It's been long days. It's been short nights with not a lot of sleep, but it's been it's been the, the greatest stretch of of time that I've had in you know in a while. Just doing something, having fun with it. 
Yeah, that's awesome. By the way, I'm thinking about your intro that I'm going to give at the very beginning of this podcast now. It's going to be like award-winning drone pilot, Nike nice. flying. <laughs> nice. Um, Landy, that's, that, that's awesome. So so you're doing this are you so is this what you do full time now for your for is this like able to provide a full time income for you you still supplement with some other stuff Bingo that's it this is full time now so I was oh, doing awesome. right at the launch of the business I had picked up another job as uh, working with catering it's a company called PBS so they do you know other they do venues all across the the city uh, in Maryland DC just basically serving tables, stuff that I was already doing on call stuff. Cause I wasn't, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make sure if, you know, if this drone thing doesn't work, I'll still have something to fall back Get on. Some, yeah. But, um, over time I realized I had a lot more business on the drone side than I even did with the catering stuff. They weren't calling me as much. So yeah, that's when I just basically quit the other job and just went full time here. Uh, I didn't quit. They still call me every now and then, but I do that very rarely, maybe once a month. But yes, it's been able to provide, uh, you know, enough for me and my, me and my fiance to have our own place. We moved out. uh, We were, I was living at my parents' house. She was kind of living there with me and we moved out together uh, around September, which is when things were already kind of consistently had picked up already and had been consistent for some time. Yeah. And I wanted to see getting this apartment. It's risky, right? I, I wanted to see because now you know I don't have get some pressure. I don't have yeah. I have some pressure, and I wanted to see: Am I really about it? Am I really going to be consistent with this grind? Am I really going to dedicate all my time and, and really majority of my life to this? And I decided, yeah, I made a full time commitment, and um, this is really it's it's yeah. This is where we That's are awesome. now. Well, congrats, man. That's awesome. I mean, sometimes pressure like that is, can be good, you know, like, you know, sometimes if you don't have to do something, you won't. Right. But if your back's against the wall, not to right. say you should go out and rack up a, a bunch of debt or obligations just to keep yourself. Pressure, and here's but. the thing. My parents told me, don't leave yet. You're, you're, it's so much better here. You don't have to pay rent and you'll be able to save your money, blah, 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 which is awesome. It's a great idea. And to anybody out there still living with their parents, don't leave when you get that first itch. Leave when it's right. I felt mm-hmm. like it was right. It was risky, but I did feel like it was right. Uh, but living with your parents, absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's actually uh, a good thing if you're you know, in a position where you don't have to pay too many bills. But I wanted to really test myself, like I said. And um, yeah. And also, one thing I, I left out as far as the business side of it, I've been able to use my drone portfolio to attract other jobs. I actually got hired on a contract or a subcontract to do groundwork where I'm working with a 360 camera on a construction site. And okay. that's been one of my, I would say it's, it's twice a week. So that's probably my most consistent work and it's not cool. even a drone gig. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, but it's kind of in the same world, right? Like where you might be yeah. doing documentation either from there, from the ground or different right. walkthrough stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to ask when you mentioned you were doing different industries and you mentioned construction talk about that for a second you know mm-hmm. what kind of jobs you've been done in construction of those both you've been like you know photos and kind of project documentation or what kind of stuff you've been doing there so it's mostly been that it's mostly been progression stuff as far as the first construction gig i got i was contacted by greg estes of estes express lines it's a pretty popular trucking uh company in this in the united states 
and they were saying, hey, we want you to be here. We want you to be here every month. Every month you come and you're going to film some videos. You're going to film some photos. And at the end of one year, we want you to do a time lapse. So I'm currently right okay. at this month point now with that. And that's just mainly just progression and, and stuff like that. But this other one is data capture. So they use the 360 video that they get from me to kind of analyze the building and see how they can yeah. make things more cost efficient moving forward. What pieces should they, should they buy? What pieces should they stay away from? Are things getting installed and things like that? So I'm basically a lot of the guys in the construction site, they're like, what the hell is this guy doing? Just like, <laughs> walking around with this thing. Walking around with it. I'm literally like this. I have a light on my helmet. I have a, a selfie stick with the, with the Insta 360 on. I'm just walking around every room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it, I look so weird. I know I do. And I know these guys talk about it, but I'm just like, dad, I just got to keep moving. I, I'm like a, like a mini uh, Google Earth car, man. <laughs> Don't worry, fellas. I'll blur you out, you know? <laughs> That's funny. Well, hey, it's a cool gig, though. Um, yeah, I was just curious about the uh, the construction stuff and how much you had done there. But it's awesome that you're able to turn this into something that, you know, can provide for you and it sounded like, you know, once you got past some of those mental hurdles, you got the Google My Business stuff rocking, people started yep. flowing in, you know, business started picking up. You know, right now, would you say, how much would you say is a business that just kind of comes to you from either referrals or website or whatever versus you going out and reaching out to people, you know? It's 50-50, I'd say. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, now, what it, maybe, maybe 60-40 where 60 to 65 might be referrals. I'd say 60 or referrals percent of my business. And then everything else after that is either, uh, like I said, seeds that were planted where I, I gave out business cards and people eventually came back. Some of those were people that I told back in the beginning of when I first got a drone, June, 2019, I'll tell people, Hey, at, at some point I'm going to be doing this. And I had people from back then reaching out to me last month. It mm. took a while, but they came back around some of them. Yeah. You never know when people are going to need it, you know? So never hurts to tell somebody right so um so now kind of what what would you say is like i mean if you're comfortable sharing was like an average last few months of you know what you're able to bring in from just doing drone stuff and camera stuff sure so as of the last three months it hasn't been less than four thousand so i've no, been sure. able to to get that mark pretty pretty good pretty comfortably uh so it, it's about that on average about close to like 47, 48 nice. a month awesome. over the last couple of months. That's great, man. Making progress, especially just working from pick, things picking up, I don't know, right. six months ago. So that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, and the thing that I've done that I think a lot of drone pilots, um, they aren't a big fan of is uh, the drone apping, uh, drone jobbing apps, I guess what you oh, call like them. Oh, like drone based and drone they underpay. They make you do a whole lot more than you know what what their what their uh, payout is. But I took that as a big time pra uh, pay for practice. I took that yeah. as a big time pay for practice, and I've been I've really actually dived a lot into droners where I was picking up some jobs that I know I'm I'm I'm, I'm worth more than this. This is a job that should pay you three hundred dollars, and they're uh -huh. given one twenty, one hundred, one twenty. And I, I decided, you know what? I made the time to be available for this stuff. I need more practice. I take them. I take yeah. them. And I, I, I think that every single time that my bird is up in the air and that I'm doing something as 
doing uh, a business, doing business as drone by drove for whatever, it's always a positive. So I go out there, you know, as if I'm doing it for free, but you know, it's a, it's a nice uh, extra little uh, something as far as money yeah. wise. I think that's a good way to think about it is pay for practice. And you know, another thing too, is especially with like droners, you go out there, you know, I don't know how much if the clients out there or whatnot, but you know, you can use it as a way to build relationships with those people. It's not like you always have to go through the platform forever. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They might know somebody. So again, you're getting paid for somebody to see you fly a drone and maybe be a a recurring client, or maybe they refer you to someone else, you know? So yeah, like you said, it's worth, it's worth at least just giving a shot unless you're book is totally full you know already you said with... something important there sorry to cut you off there but no, you, no, said something, you said something important relationship building that's the most important thing as far as far as business for me my main thing that i've been focusing on is relationship building when i do have either a new client or a recurring client i try to go about it as you know i want to make sure that this business relationship is good you know Obviously, you want to make what you feel you're worth. You want to make what you feel the job is worth. But I never, at least me and my suggestion to others, is do not value money over people or over relationships. Because if you do something that can be deemed as as greedy or choosing money over relationship, people remember that and people talk. The same, it's the, the opposite side of the referral coin. If you do a good job and people like you and, and the relationship is solid, people talk. And that could come back around to you the same way as if you say, you know what, nah, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm doing it, you know, do things your way, but please, please know relationship building is very, very important. Yeah, no, great, great point. You know, any service industry work, right? Some, somebody else is hiring you. You got to make sure that that's people like to do business, you know, the no like and trust, right? You have to know who you are, like you and trust you at least enough to give you a chance. So um, sure. Don't blow it. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you something else. Oh yeah. Like what kind of right now, you know, what, what kind of drones are you flying for your jobs? Like what's your kind of go-to choice now? My workhorse right now is my air 2s. I use that thing for a nice. ton of my jobs. Uh, I also have the Mavic two pro. I have DJI FPV that doesn't really get touched a whole lot for work. Uh, and I also actually, that's another thing. Uh, I, I don't think we've discussed in today's show, but FPVs, I believe, is where I want to try and tap in a little more. I actually got the whole setup. I got the ProTech Cinewoop. I got the GoPro. I got all that. You got the goggles. I got the whole setup. So that's kind of where I'm trying to get next. But as far as what I'm currently using, it's the Air 2S, uh, the Pro 2. Uh, I thought about the Mavic 3. Now that it has the new update, uh, it's, it's possible. But it's just so similar that the Air to the air 2s that i haven't found a way to uh uh justify, justify my mind that. spending yeah. that kind of money yeah it seems to me again i'm not mr video like alex harris is our cinematography video guy and he knows more about it than i do i think he's he's got one i haven't really flown the mavic 3 yet but from what i understand it's mostly juiced up on some of the video side and uh kind of the depth of colors and just kind of the quality on the video side and um better range maybe some more sensors but it's like right for a lot of what people are doing on an everyday basis you get to like a one inch sensor on the air 2s and it's like is it is, is for what you're using it for is it that much better to justify you know the thousands right. of dollars that it costs yeah so yeah, actually I mean, people are always willing, curious on the equipment stuff on what you're using and what you like and all that mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you're willing to go that extra mile i mean why not go even harder and maybe send uh save for and inspire 
You yeah, know, I've yeah. thought I've thought about potentially adding the Inspire to my that that the Inspire and uh, and Thermal too. I don't think that's another thing that I'm, I'm I think I don't want to make the mistake of getting into too many industries because I have heard yep. like at some point it's smarter if you dive into one or two things and master them than trying to do everything. I'm still in the stage where I'm figuring out what am I good at? What do I enjoy? So I want to see what can I do with this? Is this something that I could potentially do more than I'm already doing? How is it going to do for me financially? How is it going to do for me mentally? Am I going to have fun doing it? So uh, those are two drones on my, on my wish list is the inspire Two. hopefully they make a new inspired. It's been so long since inspired Two. And uh, and in some type of uh, drone with a thermal lens, I don't really have a particular favorite yet, but those two are on the hit list. But uh, nice. uh, again, Air 2S, major workhorse. Um, I would say for the price point, probably the most worth it drone on the market, in my opinion. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, and I think one thing, at least for you know people when they're looking at, I know you're not, not doing mapping stuff necessarily, but some people have asked us since we, we've come out with some mapping courses recently. Everybody's asking, oh, can I use my Air 2S? Can I use my Air 2S? And as they're starting to open up some more of the developer kit stuff for that, so like Drone Deploy and uh, Drone Link, some of these softwares can uh, integrate with that drone to do some of the automated flight stuff for mapping. So um, it's becoming more usable for that too, which is really nice. Yeah, definitely. Mapping seems like a whole other beast that I I still am yet to... I've looked into it a little bit, but I haven't fully tapped into it yet. Yeah, uh, that just so seems different. like a whole yeah. beast. Yeah, it's so different. I mean, you're really not, there's a lot of flying skill in, involved in what you're doing, right? Like, you know, have what shots you're getting, all this. Like mapping is, a little, is the knowledge more about the planning and knowing mm-hmm. about what you're getting and then the, all the post-processing and stuff. I mean, the flight is basically mostly automated. It's just following whatever settings you punched in. You just know how to, you have to know how to set it up, how to, design the flight like how you know close you want the overlap and what altitude you're going to fly at and what kind of resolution you need like all that stuff but then you just plug it into the computer the thing flies itself that skills not necessarily as much a drone skills and more as like a knowledge of the software and the processing and the data and all that stuff too so but definitely still a valuable skill at the end of the day Oh yeah, yeah. I just it's so different than kind of the creative side, but it's funny how you can use the same drone for for both things, you know. So it's just right. cool how much stuff drones can do. And last thing we want to say as far as drone mapping, uh, if anybody's yeah. from this area that's a, a photographer or specifically drone uh, operator, um, look at the Google Maps. See how when you click 3D on Google Maps, everything outside of DC and Bethesda, you see buildings pop up. There's no photo mapping and photogrammetry going on in the Bethesda DC area. It's completely flat. So mm-hmm. that's going to be another thing that um, you know, it's there. Cool. It's it's an open it's an open market. Yeah. And even sometimes the Google Maps stuff, it's it's pretty rough as far as I mean, it's kind of cool to see some like elevation stuff, but um, if someone's trying to get real measurements, you know, getting that map with the drone is always a good call. So, definitely, yeah, cool man. Well, I don't take up much more of your time. Um, thanks for coming on. I mean, before we go, is there any like which any like last piece of advice or anything you want to you know say to people as as they're uh, either starting their journey or trying to grow stuff themselves? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my my suggestion if you're starting out and you're serious about it. Spend money, spend money on yourself, mm-hmm. invest money and spend money, invest in yourself. That's yeah. the main thing. Invest in yourself. Don't be scared to, if you're willing to 
spend a night in the town, which is completely okay. That same kind of money can go a long way if you're investing in yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely uh, pay to have your things seen in certain places if you have to. Do the legwork, like we were saying earlier, you know, handing out business cards. Uh, I've seen uh, there. that's not the end all be all. You don't have to do that, but it definitely helps. Always know that when you do your part, you know, just don't try not to worry too much about what the outcome may be. Just do what you can do. Learn lessons, trial and error. Um, Be smart with your finances. Keep things together. And yeah, that's really, I would just say, keep going, be consistent, get over yeah. any mental blocks that may come your way and anything is possible. It's so cliche, but anything is possible when you put it's your mind. True. It's true. It's true. No, I love that, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing. Um, you know, where, where's the best place for people to find you if they want to kind of see more of your stuff or, you know, maybe hit you up or something. Sure. So dronebydro.com is my website. Uh, you can find most of my up-to-date work on Instagram and Twitter, mostly Instagram, both of them drone by dro. Anything drone by dro. All Sweet. one word, no S. Nice. Yeah. I when we first got I was like, it's drones by dro, right? No, <laughs> You're not the only by... one though. <laughs> I've actually had people, you know, send payments with drones by dro and I had to redo it because oh, gotcha. you don't want to have the wrong stuff on paper. Yeah. But... I'm only flying one drone at a time. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, David, um, awesome. thank you so much for having me on. And no, uh I've seen a couple of these uh, of these interviews. Uh, you got a lot of really, uh, you have a lot of really interesting stories and in the people that you talk to. I'm glad that I could be a part of this group of pilots and uh, drone business owners. Uh, and the first one on season five, I really appreciate you. Yeah, man. Well, I'm again. I'm glad you're on. I love talking to people. It's fun for me to kind of hear about so many different perspectives and what everybody's doing all over the country. So I love doing it. So I appreciate you being willing to willing to come on and give me an hour of your life uh, to share with other people. Yeah. I mean, really, this is for other people that are listening. So I know everybody that's um, soaking this up is appreciating it. So no question. Um, thanks a bunch. And we'll link up all your stuff too in the uh, podcast description if anybody's looking for links. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate it. Uh, Pedro and catch you later. All right. Take care. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that episode with drone by Dro. Really love talking to him. Uh, such a great kind of attitude perseverance, um, in that episode and just really appreciated his insights before we go. I forget to mention this on some of the episodes. We have some unique discounts only for podcast listeners. It's not anywhere else. It's not posted anywhere else, but if you go to drone slash D one K discount. So the letter D, the number one, the letter K discount. Uh, There's some discounts on some of our courses there. If you're interested in checking that out, you can go there. Um, Those discounts aren't anywhere else. We have some mini courses too. Drones 101, Mavic Mini 101, Mini 2 Mastery. If you type in the word podcast in the promo code, you get those courses for just a dollar. They're normally uh, $49. But if you want to just check out some of our courses, maybe you're new to drones, you want to get some flight exercises, you want to learn about the drone industry, uh, that's a great way to get started. So go check that out. Uh, Only a buck with the promo code podcast. All right, so that wraps it up for episode seven of season five. We have three more episodes coming out this season, episode eight, nine, and 10. Very excited to bring them to you. I'll see you in the next one.